Good morning, good morning. This is Leah Leah's promotion. I'd like to say welcome to our Sunday morning Bible study. Our host today is London. Yes, yeah, she will be hosting. And as you can see on the bottom of the screen, I have all of today's lesson. But I believe we're going to finish off with last week. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to London. And she's going to take it from there. Again, thank you all for coming on and joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone doing this morning? Good, good, good. Good morning. So, uh, I have to bear with me a little bit, as you can, I don't know if you can tell, I'm not at home. Wait, wait. So, I'm trying to pull up on my computer, because I try, I like using my computer versus the phone. I feel like I have more room to do what I'm trying to do. Uh, I am in, well, we went to Salem yesterday, we're in Montgomery. Salem's like 40, 50 minutes, something like that. So we drove down to the um, well-known bridge, uh, which they walked across on Bloody Sunday. I believe we're going to have a full house today. Welcome, Keisha. Can you hear me? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? You're fine. You don't need a, you don't need no more light. Uh, well, I'm not gonna stay on this uh, phone. Hopefully. Oh, oh, okay. My computer's Good. Okay. That's what I'm trying to. I'm good. I, I I ain't got a lot. I procrastinated. Um, I didn't read as much as I should, so but I got Genesis covered. So. <laughs> it's a plus. Did you read Matthew from last week or this week? Last week. Yeah, I finished those from last week. I'm talking about this week one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was as I was going through it, I was kind of like, eh. but probably won't. Um, so should I put up last? Should I put up last week one instead then? So well, people, you should so people start could, with it. You know what I'm saying? So people could follow it from last week. They know. Yes. Okay. Because we're starting with last week. Right. Okay. Okay. That is last week's. That's on the bottom of the screen. So I have to turn to that one now. Alright, so let's go ahead and pray this morning. Alright, let's go ahead and let's pray this morning. <laughs> Are you ready? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another glorious day, God. God, we thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for all that you have given and done for us, dear God. God, we just ask that on this day, we just be in this room, be on this platform, dear God. Allow others to know just who you are, dear God, to go closer to you in that walk with you and what it looks like. Let them know the importance of their relationship, dear God. God, let them know just all that you desire for them. Allow this to be a moment in time where they just are awakened, dear God. You say, in no matter what you think, more will be awakened. So, God, we just ask that this Through the, so we went through Genesis and we looked at 
pick up with Matthew. And I wanted to see how many, if all of them was able to get through uh, Matthew 2, 13 through 3, 6. Alright, so we know that um, where I'm about to pick up is Jesus is already, has already been conceived um, and born, and the wise men have come and given him gifts, and so this is where it picks up. It says, After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return. Because Herod is going to search for them, for the child to kill them. So, um, if you're not familiar with who Her King Herod is, he is actually the king of the Jews at the time. And initially he had sent, so he was made aware by the priest um, and the leaders as to the coming of Jesus. So basically he's threatened by him. And so now he wanted now his now his uh what he his full intent is beginning to uh, come to life or you know show and of course because of who God is they are prepared for it so um, Joseph flees to Egypt and now it goes on it says that night Jeff, Joseph left for Egypt with the child he married his mother. And they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoke through the prophet. I call my son out of Egypt. And the prophet that he's speaking of was um, in Hosea 1, where it says that the son will come out of Egypt. And uh, okay, we'll keep going. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise man had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in, uh, in, in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise man's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah, which is in 315, 3, yeah which is, um, a cry was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. So, well, what was the um, last verse that you just read? What number was that? Um, 19. Matthew 2, 17, where it says, are you talking about, or 18, the okay. cry word? Okay, I just got lost. I'm trying to find Okay. Yeah, a cry was heard in Ramah. Well, I mean, because, you know, I'm reading the King James Version, so it's oh, a little okay. different. When I'm reading, mm -hmm. they, go, they go into the next verse, and I don't see it because, um, because it's works different. Yeah, like some of my words are... My sentences may be a little longer too. Right. Okay. So continue. I mean, it's, it's saying the same thing. It's just okay. I've got more words in it. Okay. So is there any question up until this point, or is everyone? Everyone's there. Okay. So one of the things that um, I was recognizing in this portion of it is just how when you're obedient. Does God help me constantly lead you? Like, you, you know, I think sometimes people get concerned or worried um, about the, their direction, but if God is telling you to do something, He's always going to continue to give you guidance and tell you which way you should go. And it's clear in here because <clears throat> He was speaking to Joseph in his dreams, but even when the king, this person who had so much power, quote unquote, <laughs> that he could actually, you know, he thought that he he was the one in control, but God is the one that's ultimately in control because he controls what happens. He knows all. So he prepared them and led them before they, you know, anything could ever happen to them. So by the time he actually sent someone there to try and kill the children, they were long gone. They were already in Egypt. So 
and all it showed was more of who he was, you know. And then it goes on and says, When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said, take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who are trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler of Judah was Herod's son, um, Achilles, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went to live in a town called Nazareth. This revealed what the prophets had said, he will become, he would be called a Nazarene. So, uh, again, I mean, for me, like, I just kind of get excited because I know, like, um, with statements, whenever someone, they want to kind of put you in this bubble, but just they, they can't think outside of the reality that God is the one that is in control of all things. Like, sometimes, you know, there's a song about it, like, how did she get there? How did she do that? Or why is she, like, is she concerned about what's to come? But when you're following God, there's, like, you don't have to worry about those things. And this is just, to me, it's the proof of it because you're following God's word and you're fulfilling, you're in his will and doing what his purpose is for you. He will protect you. So it doesn't matter who is against you because he's with you. He will guide you. He will send you where you need to go. And it's all about, and I think the important part of it is the obeying. You have to obey. I think, and I think today in society, a lot of times they kind of want to that word, smother that word, hide it a little bit and say, oh, well, do what's best for you. You know, that whole saying, do you live your best life? Always like that. <laughs> but in reality, you should be you should be submitting and obeying to what God has for you. He will protect you and take you to a better place. So we talked about it in the beginning in Genesis. Here's appearing again. So it's just, to me, it's just a testament as to who God is and what, he's, what he will do for you and how he will protect you so you always, you know, as long as you're obeying what he is um, desiring, he has a purpose for you will. He's never going to reveal it all at once because he does so much through the human. But just obey and listen. Listen to what he's telling you to do. And if you're not sure, you feel like he's telling you something, then stop and pray on it. Don't just, don't just dismiss that thought, that inkling, you know, that you feel when the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you. Stop and pray on it. Pray over everything, I always say. Pray over all things that you can do. Um, so we go on. Is there any questions, comments, before we keep going? I actually got I got a comment. I, I know um, I was talking to James, I think it was uh, the day before yesterday. I was just talking about the Spirit of God, how God speaks to you in different ways. Yes. It depends on us how we hear Him. Yes. Uh, you know that I had some accent on and I was saying to him that the Holy Spirit was speaking to me that day not to, not to do what I was going to do to turn around and go back home but I didn't listen to the Spirit speaking to me and I went on and you know, of course I had the accident so James was telling me I don't know if it was the same day or day after he had a similar voice speaking to him when he was going to go somewhere to the store and he wanted to get the ticket now these things probably sound insubstantial or whatever but that could have easily been something like say life or death. Yes. But the spirit was speaking. And right. I, like the simple obedience to that spirit. I'm like, right. I hear you talking. <laughs> Turn around, go back, and yeah. So yeah, right. I, I, I understand exactly what you said. That's true. That's a good point, Jim. God is making because um, I had that recently as well. With, uh, with fishing. I drove over. Yeah, I drove over an hour away to go fishing. And uh, when I got there, like you said, something on the inside was telling me to turn around. Mm. And I was like, man, come on. <laughs> I'm like, I just drove a whole hour. The water's out there. I'm excited. Something like, turn around. Most I get, like, turn, it gets stronger. Mm. I around. As soon as I turned around, it went away. I mean, I wasn't even going for the place yet. As soon as I made my mind to turn around, my vehicle turned into the turn, so I had the other day. That feeling of voice went away. And it's important, I'm glad, and I think that's really like, when you recognize it, it's, that's like, to me, that's a praise and gratitude, because then that means that you, when 
tell her, uh, James, about that eerie feeling you got when you were at that, that lake one time when uh, you had that feeling about the water? Remember what you were saying about the water? Yeah, that's what I was thinking on. Yeah, yeah, that, that was how yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's so much out
time of right now where there's famine and they said they had a billion locusts, more than a billion locusts eating their crops. Why, did, why didn't they eat the locusts? Eat them. <laughs> Wait, where, what are you talking about? If Over in Africa. Oh, okay. Right now? Yeah, just recently. You know, I don't know if you've seen that not long ago where they had like a billion just during the time of this, uh, this uh, virus. They were saying they were dumping with a famine over there. Mm-hmm. And they have they were trying to run those locusts off their crops. Mm-hmm. Because they said they were starving and they were eating their crops. Right. And I'm saying, like, why didn't they eat the locusts? Probably because they were paying attention to the wrong thing. Same thing, same thing with <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, you know, when they have, it's what they they're more focused on what they're doing instead of eating. And not only that, maybe they haven't read their Bible to know that you can't eat the locusts. Right. So, like you know, maybe they saying they praying to God saying, I'm hungry, send it some in. And all these locusts is there, they try to run them away. <laughs> right. Yeah, because they, they're so concerned about, and, and, and even with crops, you know, they're thinking probably monetary, like all of our wealth, or, or we're losing everything that we can provide with, rather than what's more essential, which is your own life. So if you want to eat, then you can take care of it. We're going to go ahead uh-huh. and pass over. One, we're going to go one sec- Psalms 2. Hold on, one second. 1 through 12. Uh, London. Uh, Charlene, I mean, Lakeisha yes. said, Lakeisha said, will you eat the locusts? Good morning, Lakeisha, and good morning, Charlene. <laughs> eat the locusts. I mean, I'll eat anything God said I can eat. Right. I don't, I don't eat the things you say I can't eat. Right. If he said it's meat, then that, that's, that's in, like, the earlier part, like, I, that's in our Genesis. Like, when he give you the list of the clean foods and the food that's not clean, that is definitely one of them. Also, I wanted to say if you also I wanted to say if you could put your comments in the comments and not the private chat because um it's harder for me to repost them from the private chat chat. So if you could put it in the comment area, I really would appreciate it. Thank you. You might have two mic sources. Prayers and praise. It's 
the book of, in other words, it was written like poetry, and it helps people through, like if you're ever in question of anything in life, there's a song that speaks to you. I can't tell you how many songs I pulled up during this uh, pandemic, I have a friend that gave it another name, <laughs> but during this time of confusion where everything was trying to go left, how many, how many things in Psalms just keeps you and anchors you back to God and remember who is truly in control of all things. Okay, so with that, let's go ahead and read. It says, why are the nations so angry? Why do we waste their time with futile, futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery, to, from slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger he, break, he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem, on my holy mountain. So, yes. In King James, Jerusalem would be Zion. Would be Zion. Yeah, I was gonna say it says a Hebrew as Zion. Huh? Yes. Okay. And then he goes on. Um, the king's the king proclaims the Lord decree. The Lord said to me, "You are my son." Today I have become your father. Only ask and I will give you the nation as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. So, a couple things to say. Says, son, instead of my son. And father, today I reveal as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them with clay pots. Now, now then, you kings act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal son, for he will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. For his anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in him. Okay, so that's it. Psalms 2, 1 through 12. Thank you. 
Well, I I was uh, gonna go back on um. It's okay. Um. Can you hear me? Oh. I don't think she can hear. I me. I am so used to having my mic unmute that I forgot to unmute it. So. <laughs> yeah, I was so used to having my mic, you know, uh, unmuted that I was talking, you couldn't hear me because it was muted. Uh, good morning, Charlene. Yes, I see her. Um, I got it. Um, like like uh, I, I say the Senator Jim said that a lot of times we have to understand what the Lord is saying or else, like I said, you'll lose a lot if you don't agree or follow his rules, basically. about the nations are so angry why do you waste your time no plans the kings of the earth were prepared for battle but when you go down and it talks to this uh let us break their chains and cry and we ourselves slave to god i think that's like an interesting line because um Also, from the uh, bondage of sin, too. Uh, sin is like uh, our, oh, we all have sin, so yes, but uh, different types of sin sometimes can be bondage and slavery for us, uh, how it keeps us in you know, yes. the in it, right? Uh, yeah, that, that's that's just breaking those chains of the sin that's you know, exactly because mm -hmm. it makes you it wants you to believe that you are free in it, but in reality, you're, you're actually controlled more by the sin that's than exactly by right. God, that's exactly right. right. Because it, it controls your actions, your steps that you choose to take. Mm -hmm. Because you're constantly, you know, consumed by it. Yeah. Consumed by it. Yeah. So, very good. All right. Now on to Proverbs. Just another one of my favorites. I have favorites. <laughs> so we're gonna go to Proverbs one seven through nine. It's really short. So Proverbs 7 through 9, it reads, Fear the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Again comes up the word, I'm sorry, I'm stopping, discipline, obeying. Uh, you know, these are okay, very important. I don't want those words to be missed. My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instructions. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. So in um, Hebrews it says my son also, but uh, instead of my child. So that's all of it for Proverbs, but I think it's so profound. Like Proverbs is actually not um, a very large book, but it's very profound. It's full of wisdom and knowledge, and it just speaks to how we should be living our lives and again, I go back to the discipline that um, is important. And when when we're walking with, with God, 
So creating a, a level of discipline. This right here is honestly a form of discipline because we're being, um, we're doing it because we want to, but we're focusing on following God's word, reading, we're disciplining ourselves, creating a, a set for ourselves where we're choosing to read and follow his word. And then we obey by doing what it is that he says. He tells you it's because the Holy Spirit. So, um, I definitely highlighted the portion of fear the Lord and the foundation of true knowledge. I think that's important because there's so much information out here to know that this is the truth and where the truth lies and how much you can gather from it, then you would be, you would, nothing else would consume, nothing else would consume. Yes, we. Okay, I just wanted to ask a question. Just a question. Why would God, yes. why would God want people to fear, fear him? Is, do you think that's the only way he felt that he would have the control of the people is by putting fear into them? It's not a fear. <clears throat> he doesn't want you to fear him in, in the sense of being afraid of coming to him. Or um, I think it's more. It's think of it like with a parent. Like not a fear in the sense that he wants to reprimand you, but you have to remember who God is and how he's in control of all, all things, so you should you should, you, it should you should fear not being close to him, basically. Think of it more in that sense. But I think people think like fear means of you know, he's trying to um, control you with like, you know, like, oh you ever have a of losing someone, like not being around them, like that is the type of fear. It's like That's a metaphor, for like, right? Um, respect and obey. It's not like, uh, 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 like kill me. Right. Uh, it's a metaphor, of, like respect. You know, like, like you know, child respect their parents, like you're saying, or, like a metaphor. And not really actually like, like, right. right, right, because. I agree. Well, he, he will smite you. You no. shouldn't should fear him. Right. God will smite you. Don't, don't play with God. Right. Yeah. You have to remember who he That's is. That's what it means, you know. It's like, it's like, you know, he's a loving God. Yes. But he takes no shorts. Right? So he's not to be, he's not to be played with. So it's like saying, if you mess with me, you're going to have a problem. Right. But you're all right. We are all right. I'm going to take care of you. Right. Trust me. You're going to have a problem. Right. And I, I think I always kind of think, uh, for me, it's almost like the relationship with a parent. So, in a way, it's like you you fear them, but you don't fear them in the sense that you think they're going to act, that they want to actually hurt you or harm you in any way. They don't. They just want what's best for you. So, it's like, it's that closeness, like you're saying, know stay fear me because remember who I am and the relationship that we had but not but um yeah and so Char I think that's I think that like yeah Charlene said honor him the laws and laws we can't break that's that's what that means. like again like metaphorically it's not gonna like you said James yeah he will smite you right he's not like saying hey like a person in the street I'll beat you upside the head no no <laughs> We got a free will to make the dumb mistakes, the right mistakes. Right. It's respect to God. Right. But willingly to free. Right. You don't want us to be terrified of them. Right. Right. And I think that's the part that I think some people equate with the fear is the ter to be terrified. He doesn't right. want you to be terrified. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to be afraid to come to him. Exactly. Does that answer your question? Yes, and Charlene said, honor him. Yes. Honor and obey. Yes. Okay, so. Don't neglect your mother's instructions. Okay. 
Proverbs. And um, Genesis 5, 1 through 7, 24. Then Matthew 3, 7 through 4. No, that's not right. It's Matthew. Um, Psalms 3, 1 through 8, Proverbs 1, 10 through 19, and read Galatians 5, 22. Wait, was anyone able to read Galatians 5, 22? If not, we're going to start off, I'll say start off with that. So before you read anything else, read Galatians 5, 22 for next week, because it talks about the fruit, producing good fruits. When you're, um, yeah, I can't keep doing that. When you're, um, following God and he talks about producing good fruits. I like that. And I want, yeah. I want us to, uh. You know, I, I got a deep metaphor behind that already. What is that? It, it's the children. It's the good fruits. The good fruits, yes. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And how they, um, they actually, the first fruits that you ever see, their response, because they directly, specifically say to you, and they watch you. So whatever you're doing, they will, they will mirror it for you. <laughs> so. I want, um, I want everyone that reads the NIV too, to also get the McKean James Version. Um, and just, just go back and forth between the two. I know I say that all the time. That's because, like I say, you know, there's verses that's left out of the NIV. There's like 16 verses that's purposely taken out. So for you to get the complete story when you're reading a chapter, you need to read the King James too, you know. I want to say, and that's in John's, Matthew's. Um, there's, there's several different books that, that uh, there's verses taken out. So well, I, read, um, I read the New Living Translation. But then I also, I actually have, I, I can show y'all right now, I have about, I actually have four Bibles. I was like, I'm not going to make, this is how I sit at home, but even though I'm not at home, I was prepared today. I have them, um, I hold them, when I read, I literally pull them all out and I read them. This one I'm only reading from because we're doing the one year. So to have this out, but normally it's about these three that I have. So I have a commentary that when we talk about, like when you're reading through the Bible, right? So I always say, Read the Bible first. Like, don't go to a commentary. Don't go to a study. Read it to see what you get from it first. Because you don't want someone else's influence first. Because then you kind of don't actually take the time out to get all that's in there. There's so much more that can be highlighted for you. So I always say, read the Bible first. And then go over after you read it. I, and I do it simultaneously now. Like, at first, when I was reading, I stayed just in. I started in the NIV. Um, no, actually, I started with the King James, then the NIV, then I went to the New Living Translation. And I found that the New Living, for me, it was just like, it was on spot on with the King James. But obviously, um, some words, the thy, and all of that changes. But it was really, really clear and easy, an easy read for me. So that's where I stayed, and that's why I chose that one for the one year. But then I also have my regular <laughs> standard Bible. So this is like, there's nothing... Um, extra. The only thing that I did notice, which I thought was neat, and I didn't intentionally do it when I picked it up, is that um, I actually, with a lot of it, I don't even have to leave to go to the King James because it keeps at the bottom right hand of each page of um, um, each page the definition of like whatever is changed into like the Hebrew text. So I don't know if you caught it because I was reading from it today. A lot of times I kept stopping because of the asterisk the same like where I'm saying my child actually says my son or you know those things so it kind of helps me along instead of having to constantly pick up the King James and the New Living and then um, and then of course I keep my King James with me so <laughs> that's you know but usually when I read I read at my desk and I have them like laid out in front of me or if I have you know something so the point that I'm saying that is good to definitely, I agree with you, having the King James Version is nothing else, and then whatever book is most, is easy for you to read, whatever that one may be. The, um, the, my commentary is actually um, CSB, 
so including PSD, so that's even a, uh, a little different than the New Living Translation. But nothing is lost, at least nothing I found as of yet has been lost from what I was reading. So, but I think it comes from when you're reading the Bible itself, and why I say still focus, stay focused on the Bible, is because when you're reading through it, you can, you, there's things that you, I think that you actually gather before you even realize that you gathered it. So when you go and read, you know, out of another book, you're like, oh, I already understood that. Or that's exactly what I got, gathered from it. Like how you say with the King James Version, you're like, it means the same thing because you read through it, so you already understood it. Right, that's but the point. Beginner, the beginner, they should read like like you, the one you're talking about or the NIV. But then, like James is saying and Andrew is saying as well, you have to go back to the King James Version because the King James Version is the Bible written the way God wanted it to you know, word for word. But you, you know the Bible, so you know, you can understand it. To the beginner, when they start using the D's and the does, and, you know, and they won't understand it. So when they go back and forth, they realize, oh, it's the same thing, but it's just broken down in plain English. Right. But then there are things that are missing from, like the NIV. There's portions that are not there. That's just, you know, I know you guys know this, but that are not in the King James. So for the novice that's just picking up the Bible, Yeah, and I and then go right back to it, revert to King James. That's your foundation. Well, that's how I actually learned. So I wanted to finish the whole Bible. So I first started with itself. That's what God was saying. I went from beginning to the end through uh, the NIV. And then I picked up the King James and started going through it again. And immediately started. Well, it started to make more sense. Because, like, some things I was coming across when I read the NIV, I was kind of left confused a little bit. Like, I had to keep reading it over and over and over again, which is a good thing, because the right. more times you read something, you're going to get more out of it, right? Right. But then, yeah, even, um, like, for when we were just doing the uh, Genesis uh, study, we were doing that, and we were talking about when we were talking about the Cain and Abel. So like, you know, I had to, you know, I always say I always try to do my my due diligence of studying up on something, especially if it's something that's kind of easy. Like I was just like, okay, I get what you were saying, like the two lines, but I was just like, where, you know, where does it say that? Like, how can I get clarification? Right, yeah, the separation. And I'm like, how can we get clarification on that? Like, in the Bible, because I always try to, you know. And so, of course, when I went, I read it, and, I always say, you know, pray. I always pray before I begin. And then I read and then I read again. And then, of course, if I, um, I forgot, I think it came right after, oh, maybe it's spoken up again. It was right at the end of what we start. Like, that's where it begins and it, it starts to explain the separate line. So it's like. Did you come across, <laughs> did you come across where that God was telling um, people not to marry the Canaanites? Yeah, well, I re yeah, I, I remember what that. Family that was. Yes, sir. Already, but I was just trying to get more clarification like how you said continue. So I'm like, okay, so let me just kind of follow these patterns of people, and so follow follow the breadcrumbs. When we start with Genesis, when we start with Genesis next, we probably won't get out of it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> because it's so much. Well, I'm telling you, Genesis is, I was stuck in Genesis for a couple of years. To be honest with you, I kept going back. I kept going back. Yeah, Genesis, Genesis is my favorite part because it, it puts everything in perspective for me. I started like, oh, snap. That's the beginning. That's the good thing. Right. Hold on. Nikki Nichols says, just keep in mind, pray before you read. Yes. And ask for understanding from God, and He will give you understanding. And any lessons that are for you, are for, that any lessons that are for you personally. Absolutely. 100%. That's what I, I mean. Anytime I need clarification, and I, when we get offline, I have to say something to me. Like, look, that speaks to a testimony to something that from uh, a couple nights ago, but 
it's so true. Like when I mean, there's no when you come to learn God and grow with Him, and when I talk about how He speaks to you, it is just like it's one of the greatest feelings in the world because it's like constant confirmation. It's like you don't even have to. After a while, it's not even a question of wondering. He won't always answer you right away, but just know like when you kind of oh man. Sometimes he does answer right away. It's just that we have we don't have the ability to always recognize that he's answering us. Mm-hmm. So like again, like going back to earlier today in this program when you were speaking about the locusts and I stopped you mm-hmm. and was saying like, you know, you know the, the one that Lee's always talking about when the guy's in the ocean and he says she always messes it up. Oh uh, yeah, not how that's <laughs> Yeah, but it's the it's the same story, right? So these people over here saying they're starving, you know, they, they're hungry, and God is sending them billions of locusts. Right, food, right, here man. you go. You got plenty of food. Right. Your locusts. Right. Just because it's not the answer that you want, you're missing out the answer that he's giving you. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, he may send it right away and just overlook right. it. He's like, right. get out of here, locusts, get out of here. Right. Well, only, I, I was just saying in the sense that sometimes, like, you know, people may want certain things. Okay, guys, I do want to say thank you, London, for the wonderful Bible study that you gave us today. And I'm going to just speak on Charlene because I spoke to her yesterday. And she said, you know, London is a great uh, teacher. She needs to start doing this, you know, for a living, basically, you know, because uh, she really enjoyed your Bible study. And, and I did agree with her. You, you teach well, you know. So um, you know what your calling is without us telling you. I think you already know. And again, I want to say to all that's on and for all who, who stopped by, I want to say thank you for watching us. And um, I'm not going to go on, but we will be back on on Wednesday. We have a new thing called um, the Seven Seas, and that come on at 5 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Central. And what it is, you bring your questions, and we're going to try our best to answer it for you. So please join us on Wednesday, but I could go on, like I said, I have a schedule for the whole week, but we're trying to push our seven C's out there. So bring your questions on Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central. Thank you all guys for joining us. Turning it back over to now, Fish Snatcher, I believe is the next one in line. Yeah, so only thing I would say is, uh, we're praying for understanding 
also pray for discernment. Yes. And, yes. and the ability to recognize what's, what's in front of you. Yes. To discern what God is saying versus what you're telling yourself or anyone's trying to say. Absolutely. Jim Kada. Oh, I just want to say an awesome study. Uh, I enjoyed it. And, uh, I was just thinking about a funny, funny story that one of my sons told me one time. And uh, it's about Psalm 27. And uh, he's like, I don't like reading that song, Dad. He said, because, um, you know, I don't know. I, I might be cursing my mother and my father. I said, no, man. I'm not cursing my mother and father. It's the morning the way he says, uh, uh, my father and my mother, he says, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In other words, like, God is with you even if anybody abandons you, even your parents, he's there with you. But at that point, he was still fresh in the Lord. He's like, I don't want to read now. So that was funny. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but now he's grown so much in the Lord. We have conversations about different stuff now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's comprehension that's just sore. He picks up quick anyway. I want to listen to this thing. Big crap. I don't want to read that one. I want to trust my mother and my father. I like that. Okay, Keisha. Uh, good. Okay. I don't. I can't see any comments on the screen. So, is there any other comments? Charlene says, "Thank again for a great lesson." Okay. I got one more comment. Yeah. Uh, whoever that lady was that made the uh, statement about Monique's uh, teaching ability, that's confirmation. That's 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 think about it. That's the like third time you know I, I had said that to you about a while ago, but three weeks ago. Yes. Uh, I, that you have that idea. Now, I don't I don't know who that lady is, God bless her, but she is right. I, I'm in agreement with her with that. That's God talking to you. Yeah. Talk to you. you have a gift. Thank you. I've been listening to my time. That's to be obedient. And that is why I, I mean, I love it. I always say that, you know, I do have a passion. Anytime you can bring it up, anytime you want to, I'm just excited to talk about it. Stay in this presence. I see the joy in you when you're talking about the Lord. Yeah. It's natural. It's real. Yes. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and pray. We'll sign out. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you again just to say thank you, God. Thank you for another glorious day. Thank you for the opportunity that you have granted us to be able to share and learn more about you, dear God, your word. God, we just want to make sure that everyone that is, that they can take their diligence and their time just to sit down and pray before you, dear God, and ask for both understanding and discernment when they're reading the word. Okay, guys, again, I want to say thank you all for joining in. We're going to hang out for a few minutes because Charlene had a question, and I want to see can we help her with her issue. Uh, we didn't get to hear from Keisha before we closed out, though. Well, because her, her mic, that's why she just put thumbs up. Uh, okay. So whatever we do, she uh, through, she's, oh, she's just trying to get out of it. She's trying to get out of it today. Yeah, she's trying to get out of it, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But, uh, guys, I want to say thank you. And like I said, I want to uh, hold on for a minute and see can we help uh, Charlene out. And Nikki, she said, be blessed, everyone. Yes, be blessed. And uh, we are blessed. this don't have nothing to do with this. I just want to say we do have Minister of Music, Terrence uh, Traveler on. If y'all could go and check him out. Awesome guy, and uh, as you can see, yeah, I, a very powerful young man. I want to say hello to uh, Minister of Music. I've seen his account. He says, 
said hello, I sent him one to um, interrupt. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, there's a lot of great people on YouTube, and um, just if you can, you want to follow some of them, please, you know, like I said, we have to show each other support. But I'm not going to stay on this live because we are over our minutes. So I'm going to disconnect us for now, but if y'all want to hang out, you are more than welcome to hang out with us. Thank you, guys. Have a great day or evening. or depends on where you are. Guys, have a blessed Sunday. Take care. Okay, we are no longer live. Are we off there? Yeah.